The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. I, I yep. figured somebody should actually be unbuttoned on the unbuttoned But show. Yeah, you right? should be. That's what I'm, I'm trying to unbutton you. I don't know what it is, but when I say your name, I always want to, like, put an accent with it. I want to go, hey, yeah, I'm here with Paulie B. Nice. Hey, 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 forget about it. It's Paulie B, as we used to call him in New Jersey, okay? <laughs> What's up, everybody? Chris Sims on Button. Paul Burmeister here. He is not wearing a button-up shirt. He is wearing a hoodie. Cool as always, the coolest fifty-year-old guy I know. Just to let you know, <laughs> that's like a no joke. It is a compliment. That's a compliment. It yeah. is a compliment, no doubt about it. You know, I was saying with Ahmed the other day, like Ahmed doesn't swear, right? He's, really? Doesn't, ever? No, no, ever. Yeah. Doesn't watch movies. Have we had you really swear on this podcast yet, either? I have dropped a few f bombs. Oh, oh you yeah. have? Yeah. Okay, good, good. I yeah. just wanted to make sure. All right, good, good. I, I cut it. I, I, At least I, like, I got one coachable host. I know on this it's okay thing. to do it, but I find myself like I, I make myself not do it. <laughs> I just feel like I don't know. I feel like one or two every now and then is fine. Okay, all right. But I, I should limit it. All right, good. That's whatever you feel. But I just yeah. I appreciate the one or two every now and then. I love that. Definitely. I will do it more now to make you feel more at home. Right. So this is the what the ha- what the. What the fuck? Happened podcast on the hood. There we yeah. go. We got one in today. Bam. That's what we're doing today. That's it's right. also the 300th. Did you hear that? Ooh, I did not know that. 300. 300th. Woo. Look Episode. at that. Look at us, man. Does it look. feel? Oh my, oh my gosh. Look at you. You look good. Uh, I don't back. know. You got better pecs than me. I don't know. I mean, you, look at Big Phil. Big Phil. Ahmed looks, Ahmed looks unsure. No, yeah, Ahmed's body's Phil not good. Surprised. So they're like, let's put him behind yeah. and hide, hide I look, him. I look tired. And, and potentially overweight. <laughs> Phil looks white. I mean, I know that. He's like, and there's no way he was in that 300 movie. He'd have to be out in the sun. Like, uh, that's a great picture. Well 300. Done. Would um, you rather? Would you rather be able to bowl a 300? You know, whenever you wanted, yeah. or would you rather be like a lifetime 300 hitter? Oh well, a lifetime 300 yeah. hitter, I think, would pay more than the 300 bowling. Hall I would. Of fame. Uh, so I'll tell you, yeah, and yeah, Hall yes, of fame. yeah, and I love baseball. Yeah, uh, but definitely would rather be the lifetime 300 hitter. Here's another one. Yeah, let's have some fun with zeros here for yeah. the occasion. Right. Does it feel more like? 3,000 shows or, or 30? <laughs> Closer to 3,000, I yeah. think, is the real. Uh, but I don't, I don't, I never feel overwhelmed with this show. I don't. I feel a little overwhelmed sometimes today with my current schedule because I do that Peacock show late Sunday night. Late and I Sunday, feel like yeah. Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday morning, I'm just trying to watch as much football and catch up and just really get a good feel for the whole league to where that's a grind. Like the that Monday is. show. And, and I, I want to be right and I want to be good at the show and I want to give the right yeah. information. So I put that pressure on myself to where that's where it's not the show itself. When we get like lights, camera, action, and it's you and me, like I have that's fun. The easy it's part. the easy part. The no easy doubt part. about it. That, right. that turnaround from Sunday night, you stay up and watch yeah. the game and you're here doing the Peacock thing right. to come in here and to have a really good grasp and a good command of all those games 
games. Yes. I find that's that's one of the hardest parts it, of the week. There's no doubt. It's All fun to try games, and get there, but it's it's a lot. It is. It's a lot. And especially when there's a rain delay and the Peacock show ends at 2 What'd in the morning. Do? I mean, I got home, at, I guess, about 2.15, 2.20 that morning. Yeah. But, yeah, we just sat here and... Waited it out. I mean, that's all we could do. Rain so, delay. Yeah, rain delay. Motherfucking rain. Have a second dinner. <laughs> yeah. Or, or maybe even a third. Yeah. Yeah. You want to uh, take care of our friends at Under Armour here a little oh, bit? Oh, I definitely do. I got to. I mean, they're taking care of us, all right? We yeah. are supported by Under Armour, as you know, Paul. Just like me, Under Armour wants to give you an edge. They are focused on performing better and taking their game to the next level. That's what me and Paulie do. We're always looking for the next level. Well done. Everything from running shoes that propel you forward to hoop shoes that give you insane grip. They even make hoodies that reflect energy, which is Wow. Amazing. Wow. Yes. Okay. Could use and that on Monday just, morning. Well, we, I could definitely use that on Monday yeah. morning. And we're not just about the end result at Under Armour. It's not about the end result, winning or glory. Under Armour is about the hard work, the dedication, the cycle of training, competing, recovering. We give you advantages, but not shortcuts. The only way is, is through. through. Yeah. Yes, That's Under Armour. Thank you very much. And this show is sponsored by Under Armour. Chris Sims Unbuttoned, sponsored by Under Armour. So... As we dive into the topics here yeah. on this, what the fuck happened? That, that's two. That's boom, two, we're two. You're at your limit. Watch Within out. about four minutes, <laughs> take the over. Bet the over today if it was if it was two and a half. Booyah! So starting with the Chiefs is a surprise because yeah, I sure. thought I was pretty sure a couple weeks ago, Chris. Maybe it was three weeks ago when right. I had this headline: "Hey, Chiefs in last place, Kansas City yeah. in last place in the AFC West." That that was going to be something that we looked back and kind of laughed about. Right. It wasn't that funny that right. Chiefs were in last place. Well. Mid-October, Chiefs still in last place yes. after losing uh, easily, or handily, to Buffalo 38-20 on Sunday night. I want to get into both sides of the ball. Yeah. Let's start with, with the defense. Nothing more important than preventing points on defense. So they are last yeah. in scoring defense. Right. Nobody has given up more points right. than the Chiefs. What's your first thought with, yeah. with what's happening there? Second to last in yards, right? They're battling it out. Right now, I think I believe them and the Seattle Seahawks are on pace to let up the most yards in the history of the NFL. Yikes. Uh, it's all over the place. I don't really know where even to begin with the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, first off, it's just not as buttoned up as we've seen in years past. Now, Spagnola's always been great and creative, and, and I've always admired him about that. But within that, okay, yeah, there might have been a detail messed every now and then, which is going to happen when you're playing tons of disguises. And okay, like I, I get it. You know, you're, you're not the most talented defense. You're trying to do it with schemes and tricks. And every now and then you're going to mess up a detail here and there. But right now, details are being messed up all the time. It doesn't matter what it is. You know, so there's those issues. You know, whether it's wrong run fits, wrong adjustments in the run game in general, uh, not communicating properly as the ball is getting ready to be snapped. You still see guys talking and trying to figure things out, as we've discussed, I think, before. You know, uh, we'll break down a play in a minute here just to show, you know, slot receivers just getting to run up the field, nobody even disrupting them. Just, hey, you're really fast. We'll just let you go and, you know, fuck our safety. We'll put them in a horrible <laughs> position. You know, there's just all of that. And then I think you couple that with, what I would say right now, you got young, some young guys who are playing, new to their system, right? Some new corners, some new linebackers that are young, you know, and then added to the fact that it just the talent level is not overwhelmingly good right now. That's a laundry list of things, it which, is a which you would expect when a team is last in the league. Exactly. Points. What do you think counts, though, as most wrong, as belonging first on that list? Ooh. It's it's either it's it's a, li a little bit. Of, I'm going to say the talent level right now. I am 
To me, they only have one difference-making defensive and he didn't player, play. and he didn't play, and that's Chris Jones. Yeah. And I think that's one thing I would say, hey, let's move Chris Jones back to defensive tackle when he does come back. You know, He's not the same player at defensive end. He's still really good, but he was the second-best defensive tackle in all of football, all behind Aaron Donald. And I understand the thought, and I'm not second-guessing that. I was in favor of it. I really was, so I'm certainly not trying to play. But I've seen enough now to go, okay, it's, I, I like it the other way. So that would be the first thing I would say. You know, yeah, you know, the younger linebackers, we've hit on that. You know, I'm not sure they're always getting people in the right way or doing exactly what they're supposed to do. You know, the corners, hey, the, the man-to-man, zone, whatever, they, they blow things on a weekly basis. Um, but but and, then, and then Honey Badger, he's not the same either. Mm-hmm. Listen, I, I, I think they saw this. This is why they did not re-up him or re-sign him to a new big contract because he has lost a gear. So when I come back to it, like, yeah, I go, okay, yeah, there's some details missing and they're definitely messing some things up and that goes to coaching and the players together. But the talent itself, too, I think is concerning as well. And Chris Jones is really the only blue-chip guy they got. That has to speak also to personnel and the planning. And what, what I wonder when I watched them, when I looked at the numbers yeah. here getting ready for today, yeah. Do you think they were so confident with the offensive line fixed? Hey, yeah. Kelsey's back, Hill's back, right. Mahomes is back. Right. Our offense is going to be so good. If we're just average on defense, if we're just okay, yeah. we'll be fine. Right. Do you think there was overconfidence there? I, I don't think there was. I just think some of the defensive moves haven't come through. Jerron Reed, you know, expected that to work. And them signing him, you know, from Seattle when they wanted to restructure his contract. Hasn't played all that well. You know, Mike Hughes, they trade for him from Minnesota. He's been good, but not great. Right. You know, DeAndre Baker, I thought, oh, maybe that'll, you know, help them out a little bit. That's not been good. Some of the guys that have played good the last few years just aren't playing good right now. So I think there was, I, I don't want to call it lazy on there. I do think, like, your thought is correct. Like, they thought, like, hey, our defense, we don't need to be a top 10 defense if we're around the middle of football and we just you know, iron out this offensive line issue, we're still going to be one of the best teams in football. So we'll see where it goes. The defense I'm extremely concerned about. The offense, I'm not overly concerned. And we'll get there. We'll get to the offense eventually. I want to keep it with this defense. It's been such an issue. A lot of examples I know you want to show from the Sunday night game against Buffalo. Um, As far as the eye test goes with Josh Allen, he was was terrific. Man, did he look good on Sunday night. Not a huge surprise, but even a better version maybe than than what we had seen. And I think one of the most alarming numbers kind of sifting through what mattered the most throughout the league on Sunday – Josh Allen, 20 yards per completion. Yeah, that's exactly right. 15 that's like, completions that's for 315. That's big 12-ish. Yeah. You don't see that in the NFL. No, you don't. And I think that speaks to the defense not being on the same page. And then really, as we're going to show here in a few minutes, just some really bad mess-ups as the Had game goes along, too. Yeah. So it's a little bit of everything. You know, and, and what I would be worried about is you've, you've awakened the beast. And what I mean by that is, like, you've awakened the beast of Josh Allen in that offense now where, you know, they've been good the first few weeks, but yeah, not great, not, like, not like they were last year. Now you give them a little confidence after that game, and I would say watch out. Um, but, yeah, those numbers like you're talking about, uh, the, those they are concerning. There's no doubt about that. Might not be another game this year where a quarterback goes 20 yards per completion. No, and probably not. I mean, yeah, it, it's, it's, a rare, it's a rare thing. It right. has to be the right matchup with the right – offense against the right scheme to kind of get that you know that type of number number of plays here yeah i know you want to get to to yeah. kind of point out what's up or what happened on sunday night where right. do you want to start yeah let's start i think we got a first play here is just uh let's see which one is this this is i think this is uh, josh oh, allen checked down to zach moss yeah okay. for 24 so yards here's little details that we're talking about i mean yeah this is 
I'm going to stand up. I forgot to hold my clicker. Situation, uh, second quarter, about halfway through the second. Buffalo trailing at this point, 10-7, first and 10. I don't even need to stand up for this one, really. There you go. Like, we can sit here and watch this where, okay, yes, it's – there it is. Nice little play. Fake the you know, inside zone to the left. Fake the reverse. Just another way to run some play-action pass. Okay? But here's the thing. I, I, this is amazing to me. Now, again, it's just lack of, like, knowing the formation, where people are on the field. And I'm going to stand up now because here, you got to – you could see here on this side, it, it's, you know, on this, we got a deep cross by Dawson Knox, right? His first read is to Emmanuel Sanders over here, all right? And really, you know, as you see here, like, he might have been able to throw to Emmanuel Sanders here, just throw it up to the high corner and do that. But I understand here he's being conservative, and I, they have the lead at this point. But this is like just a little bit of like what I'm talking about of, not the details being off or, or what the fuck are we doing? I don't understand this. And this is, I want to look at the middle linebacker here, number 53, Hitchens, who throughout his career has been a, you know, a very good player. I certainly don't mean to single him out this way, but this just like is a, just a good way. Where's he going? Uh, exactly. <laughs> a good way of like just showing, I don't know what's going on in Kansas City right now. Now, so he's got his eyes back at the quarterback and Josh Allen, as you could see here on this video, right? And as Josh Allen is pushing up in the pocket, I, I mean, he turns around and runs to nobody. He had to see the ball come out. I, I would think. I don't know what he's looking wow, for. Wow, that's weird. Let alone knowing the pre-snap formation and going, wait, there's no, no more receivers over to this area. There's nothing there. I don't really need to be even looking there. You would think he would have some feel for the tight end just went by him, that he would think that he was going in that direction to some capacity. And, yeah, again, this is not like, oh, man, Anthony Hitchens. What, like, this, is, I, this is, yeah, him. I don't know if this is coaching, but he, it can't he, uh, be that easy. He did not learn that at Iowa. It can't be that easy where you just throw a check down, okay, off of a play-action pass. A play-action pass, again, too, Paulie, that everybody in football runs this play. This is, this is like standard football to be – that unaware, and then he, Josh Allen gets to throw a five-yard pass that ultimately ends up going for what? I don't know, 24 yards. 24 yards. That's insane. It's, it's at least an extra 10 because the linebacker turned and ran, tur- turned and ran yes. after the ball was right. thrown. Right. So that, 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 you know, again, just another example of, like, the lack of details, lack of awareness. I don't really know who to blame there. I don't know. I mean, right. obviously, Hitchens to a degree and, and probably the coach coaching to go along with that all right very next play i think this is josh's best pass of the night 35 yard touchdown to emmanuel sanders like insane right okay and it is it is and, and again this is not like oh wow what great play design it's good play design it's just knowing hey i got really good guys and they're not covering people that well and added to that as i stand up here is just i mean the time he has in the pocket Man, there's just there's nobody. And that was a theme all night. It was. Yeah. They can't they can't so they're really compromised because nobody can get pressure other than Chris Jones. And then they're not covering that well in the back end. So they don't want to blitz and compromise these guys right now. So they're really Steve Spagnuolo's in a tough spot. He is. And you can see here, I mean, here's here's Josh Allen. All right. So I mean we can count this out a little bit. He gets the snap. Here, here's the ball snap. It's thousand one, thousand two, thousand three. 
1,004. And let me just tell you, in case you're just listening, when I get to 1,004, he's getting ready to cock the ball. There's still nobody There's around, nobody around him. him. He's not even worried about, I'm going to take a hit here. He Look at his eyes, first off. He starts off going left to right to move in the pocket, which he didn't even really need to do, back to the left, and then freaking laser beam, right? And I'm not going to necessarily blame the coverage all that much on this play. I'm not. You know, Legereus Sneed... Um, is not in the best position here in the world, but this throw is insanity. So yeah. this, this is a little bit of just showing you, again, lack of playmaking ability on the Kansas City defense, and then that Josh Allen is a freak of nature and arguably the best player in football or in that discussion. There's no doubt about that. To that point, take yeah. it back to where when Josh released the ball. And who was that corner? On That's Legereus Okay, right. I, I think it, he, he is guarding him at such a point on the field inside the five-yard line, he probably thinks – this is an up-and-over ball 40 yards down the field. 100%. There's not enough room behind me. I'm safe. He didn't expect a ball coming in like kind of like a quarterback throws a seam, a seam route 20 yards downfield. He threw it with that trajectory 45 yards downfield. I, I said the same thing on PFT with Florio the other day. Where I, That's where I said, now it's an out-and-up Emmanuel Sanders runs. He runs a little out and then up. Sneed's not in a horrible spot, but I think your point is real, and I'll try to pause it right here at the right spot. When he does this right here – He's going, wait, he looks like he's throwing this pretty hard. There's no way I'm going to undercut it. Yeah. He thinks he's going to but, – but that's the crazy thing about guys like Josh yes. Allen and Mahomes and Rodgers. Yeah. The ball gets to the highest point, and you think it's going to start to come down here, and it just continues to drive through the target. And, yeah, you're not expecting, wait, is he really going to throw a ball 45 yards, eight feet off the ground right. the whole way there? Right. And that's where it's special. And to me, that's him, Rodgers, Mahomes, yes. Justin Herbert. You know, that's – I really, I think – I don't think I'm missing anybody else. Maybe Matt Stafford. Maybe Stafford. Right. It's those yeah. five who can make that type of throw right there. And I think that's what LeJarius Sneed is doing. Right now, I think yeah. he probably thought, I'm going to get a pick. And now, right now, where we see it and the ball's right here, he's going – he's probably going, oh, shit, I'm in trouble because this ball's higher yeah. and going at a faster pace than, than I anticipated. I think the only coaching point I, I can imagine on Monday, whenever they came back to watch that, coach was probably like, just remember who you're playing against. Uh, well, I bet – that, just, just remember I, who the quarterback I, is. I don't know if they were. That, that's where I would. I, we're going to get to that. I there's. Let, let's go to the next play. Okay. Um, because and the next play is Allen to dig sixty-one yards. Uh, second quarter, Buffalo was up fourteen ten. Okay, so this one is not exactly going to explain that, but we're going to get to the next one. That's you're going to go. Remember who we're playing against. Yeah. Okay. Even with this, I want to go. I mean, I, I just I'm shocked by this. You know, the first thing is. You know, uh, is okay. You see Stefan Diggs right here in the slot. We got three, it's empty set for all the listeners out there. Sanders and Moss are to the right. You know, Dawson Knox, Stefan Diggs, Gabriel Davis. All right, there we go. Now, my point here and the coverage they're playing, which is like a quarter's coverage, right? It's a quarter's coverage, and it's a little bit like I, you could call it Tampa 4. Uh, it's some sort of quarters, okay? But within this, this is to me where we get to the details a little bit. Like, quarters coverage, first off, Legereus need he needs to be, this is where the disguising comes back to screw them a little bit. He needs to be head up on Stefan Diggs, if not, it, 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 or a shade on the outside. And what I would say, when you play quarters coverage, I mean, the safeties are not going to necessarily be always deep. You see Sorensen here is trying to act like there's a blitz, so he's definitely not going to be as deep as you normally are. But quarters is not, like, get really deep coverage anyways for safeties. 
So there has to be some disruption of the slot receiver, especially when it's Stephon Diggs, who's one of the best receivers in football. So you would like, in the perfect world, anything I ever learned in Tampa from Monty Kiffin, Gus Bradley, Raheem Morris, Mike Tomlin, and a bunch of the other awesome freaking coaches we had, was in quarters, yeah, get your hands on him, and you want to push him inside a little bit. Because his responsibility is to go to the flat. So give a little, you know, I'm on the outside edge, give a little chuck, and then you kind of look to see in your responsibility out in the flat. Well, we're going to see here there's no chuck because, of course, they're trying to disguise. And, I mean, again, let's just look at Stephon Diggs. I mean, he's, he's got nothing to break his stride here. He just gets to go, wait, I can turn it on, and then I'm going to get on the toes of a safety who's not necessarily that fast. And Sorensen's been a good player through his career. But this is not his bread and butter. This is not the position you want to leave him in. And you know who else has it easy? Look at Josh Allen. Nobody around him. That was another reason we picked the play. Is exactly right. Like, nobody around him. And within quarter's coverage, like, look at this too. Look at Dawson Knox down here. Nobody's even covering Only him. Only one on the screen. Like, yeah. what, what, where, where is the quarter's presence there that we just talked about? So... Now, Honey Badger, who's in the middle of the field, okay, he's, he's looking for anything over the middle, okay? This corner, and people are going to have to take my word for it just a little bit here. Hold on a second. Let me just get this right with my damn clicker. Okay, I want to pause this at the right time. Okay, Honey Badger's looking up for anything in the middle, and I believe this is him right here. Yes, here is the outside corner that we, were, that we haven't really talked about. He was looking for anything coming out, Stefan Diggs running a corner route. And then the leverage in which Sorensen played with, he, in quarters, he, he tried to protect the corner route too much, and he didn't need to. So Diggs made, Diggs made a little bit of a move to the corner and then to the post, and he was screwed. But again, so there's so many details on this play, let alone lack of pressure yeah. and everything you're explaining, and he catches the ball. And look, he thought, you know, this is, I, I, I mean, next time I see him, I'm going to get on Stephon Diggs. Like, he thought he was all by himself. He, didn't, he thought he was going to walk in and score a touchdown here. Right. I don't think he even realized he was right there until the last second. But, again, that just goes back to some of the issues the Kansas City Chiefs are having on that side of the ball. And that's, uh, that's not enough. But, wait, there's more. There is. So, we have the Allen 53-yard touchdown to Dawson Knox. Uh, Buffalo was up at that point 17-10. And once again, before we see it, the theme of guys running open downfield just continues. It just continues, and this is where it goes back to what you said. Remember who you're playing. Yeah. He's just like the guy you play in practice every day. Yeah. The play's never over, and his arm is limitless. So you can't just go, oh, we got outside the pocket. Let me turn around and just forget what the hell I'm doing. All right, so it's man coverage. It's man coverage across the board. You can see here, right, they got – it's four across. There's the back on the backer. So you have that there. And, you know, hey, a little bit of a pressure, a little pressure here, but it's nothing bad. I mean, it's not like, oh my gosh, they've collapsed the puck. They got a guy going around the edge. All right, whoop de doo. And, of course, this is an easy escape for him. But my point here is more than anything is, is again, you're going to have to take my word a little bit because we don't have film for all these. But here's Sorensen. Okay, Dawson Knox basically was over here like this. He was running with him. He turned back. He saw Josh Allen broke the pocket, and he took a few steps up like he was going to go make the tackle. Mm -hmm. And what I want to say is, first off, and I know this is going to be hard to see because it's a little blurry here. Uh, Let's see if I can get it. 
But, you know, there's guys here. There's two guys underneath. Like, he has no business even, like, worrying about that. Let alone, look at 51 right here. Do your job. Don't try to do four other people's jobs. And there's just a little of everything like this going on in every game with them. And come on, that's the easiest right. throw and touchdown Josh, Josh Allen's going to have all year. That goes back to your 20 yards completion. Well, Ridiculous. when you don't cover a guy 40 yards down the field, that's what happens. Let's put the Kansas City defense to bed this way before yeah. we go to the offense. How fixable are their issues? I, I don't know. I don't, they're, 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 I'm, I'm very concerned about the defense. Yeah. I am. It's like hard I said. not to be. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like we said, there's not an area where I can look at right now and go, oh, that's a strength, or wait, they're doing this so good, they're close. There's, there's none of that, and, and that's the, where the, I worry the about them. Personnel is kind of the personnel yeah, the at this personnel point. Yeah, the personnel is kind of the personnel at this point, exactly right. So I don't know where they go. Mm. Uh, and that, that's, I'm going to be interested to see what the new approach is or if they make any changes here going forward. I think, I think problem number one on the team is the defense being last in scoring defense, giving yes, up the most 100%. points in the league. But then as we go to the offense, yeah. the, it, it's a much different situation because they are still one of the best you offense no in the league. No doubt about it. But, but when you are the best yes. and you slip to one of the best, yeah. it's been a really noticeable drop. Right. Noticeable drop, plus like compounding it with impatience, stupid mistakes, a little bit like we talk about with the defense, mm-hmm. where you just go, hey, you're, you're, you guys aren't good enough, and the offense is going to have to carry the team, and you can't make those mistakes. And, you know, that, that's one of the things, it, certainly. You know, I mean, again, first drive of the game, it's third and 10. He hits Tyreek Hill right in the face on the four yard line. Yeah. Ball bounces off his face. Okay, you, they kick a field goal. I mean, you put Mahomes inside the five-yard line, he's going to score a touchdown. So you leave those points. You know, Hill on the shallow cross, hits him in the breadbasket, ball popped in the air, pick six. So right there, that's 11 points where I can just go, the offense fucked it over uh, and, and didn't execute. And they have no room for error right now just because of the way the defense is playing. Okay, let, let's, let's kind of focus on what Buffalo did yeah. against Kansas City because the eyeballs will be on the Buffalo scheme. What did they do? Right. What did they do so well? It was incredibly basic. Incredible. Uh, cover two, dropping seven. Yeah. This number here, the Bills defense didn't blitz Mahomes once. No. Not a single time. They also didn't blitz him once in week six in 2020. Like You hear that, that they played cover two, no blitz against, against Patrick Mahomes, and they won that way. Yeah. Where does your mind go? Well, I uh, like – Last year was a different animal. This year, I thought, and this is why I picked the Chiefs to win a close game, I thought if they play that way, this old line's been too good so far, they'll protect it, and he'll pick them apart slowly but surely. And then if they do get a little pressure, it won't be that bad to where he'll buy time and still pick them apart. That's where I, I just I had to see it to believe it with Buffalo's defense, and I believe it now because they played, like you said, it's – Quarters, it's, it's two deep shells the whole game. Quarters across the board. You know, Tampa two, two-man. Their change-up of the game was robber, right, where the two safeties, like, one goes deep, one mm. looks for a guy in the middle of the field. Yeah. That's what happened on the interception pick six. That's what happened when the Chiefs went for it on a fourth down. I mean, basic stuff, basic stuff. So within that, the other reason I picked the Chiefs to win the game, I thought – well, this old line's different this year. They've been blowing people off the ball in every game. If, if Andy stays patient, they should be able to do the same thing in this one. Well, that wasn't the case either. You know, not that it was bad, and maybe you could sit here and, like, you know, and Pete said yesterday, he goes, well, do you think they could have stayed more patient? I'm like, yeah, maybe they could have stayed more patient. But I don't think they liked the way it looked early on, and that's why they got, got off of it right away. 
Personnel-wise, uh, back to this this uh, personnel, we talked about the Kansas City personnel defensively. Yeah. Buffalo's personnel, I mean, do they have something that's so good that other teams won't be able to replicate this? No, not necessarily. Um, well, yeah, I mean, yes, they because do. Because you do. know teams will try. The safeties are all – everybody's doing this to the Chiefs. This is, this is a weekly thing. I mean, nobody – you know, everybody's going to take this approach, again, until they show consistency that they yeah. can just continue to dice you apart and be that way. But they haven't done that. So, again, they took the approach of, we don't think you'll be patient enough. You'll make a mistake and screw up at some point. And I don't really think your run game's all that quite yet, so we're not going to buy into, like, we have to put people there to stop that. 63 pass plays, 16 run plays. Yeah, it's a little bad. It's a, I, I understand that. It does. But I think early on, and again... You know, yeah, you're going to see five five carries for 27 yards, 5.4 yards. But Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, that, I mean, we're going to show you a four-yard run here in a minute. I'm going to show you a four-yard run, and he's got 13 on the night. So that means he had six carries for nine yards the rest of the night. Their leading rusher was Mahomes. Yeah, of course. I mean, yes. And I think that was a surprise to me. So, like, let's let's get to that play. Uh, I think we have a... Uh, an early run play, right? Yes, uh, Edwards Alaire for four yards, just just like you mentioned. Edwards Alaire for four yards, but I think it was this that it's it's the first play of first the game. First play of the game, yeah. Right, first play of the game. Hey, shocker! Look what we got. Uh, it's too deep, right? I mean, it's they're they're going to play too deep. They don't care. Now, where Buffalo's different is they have nine people that can play on their defensive line. They're always fresh. They cycle them in and out. Ed Oliver's a different player this year. Rousseau has changed their team because he's just such a big physical presence. I mean, you want to talk about self-scout thyself. I was wrong about him coming out in the draft. He's a beast, all right? Star Lotolele being back from COVID-19 and didn't play last year. Ass kicker, all right? And, like, again, my point here is, because I'm not going to show you every run or do that, but I just want you to watch. I mean, right guard and right tackle. Niang and, and the, uh, the rookie from um, Tennessee, um, is it Smith, I believe, right? Um, yeah, Trey Smith, right? So the, the point here is just watch them. I mean, watch, 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 watch what they do. I mean, Rousseau throws the right tackle on the ground. Jeez. Mm, okay? Lotulele throws the center and the guard off track. I mean, so... The center can't open up the hole and get over there. But really, okay, so let me explain how this play is supposed to work. This is a weak side bubble. They've been killing everybody with this play. You want to play this and play this coverage, we're going to blow you off the ball and run right between this defensive end and the defensive tackle. Well, Lota Lele, he doesn't allow Creed Humphrey to make the reach block because Trey Smith can't get enough of them to knock them to let Creed Humphrey get the edge of them to where he can't stop right there. Okay, so that was my point. And I think this is why there was a little impatience in the run because, yeah, it's a four-yard run, but your two guys on the right, two out of your three guys on the right side got their ass kicked. So they were probably like, whoa, we don't like the look of that, right? I mean, you know, again, so I think that was a little bit of why there was impatience. Does Andy Reid, could he have stayed a little bit more patient? Sure, but the bottom line is, they didn't move the front four when they wanted to run the ball for the most part either, and that's where Buffalo's become special. And they limited Tyreek Hill, and we've seen this a little bit throughout the season. Yeah. He's had some giant games, right. a lot or a little, yeah. is kind of what he's producing. He was seven catches, 63 yards. Chargers held him to five catches, 56 yards. Yeah. These teams that are having success right. against Tyreek Hill, right. what are they doing? It's just they, they understand the offense and how he's used – 
So they're always looking them up or have people dropping in the right, the right areas. I think that's the biggest thing I would say more than anything. The Bills have two phenomenal safeties who you know, really understand and they're extremely well coached from Leslie Frazier and Sean McDermott, just like the Chargers are with Brandon Staley, to where they have, when it gets to Sunday, they have a great understanding of how they're going to be attacked, certain formations. If you see this receiver do this, the other two are going to do that. And that's, to me, you know, the coaching. But it wasn't like great man-to-man coverage or anything like that. No, right. it was a combination of, like, we know where you're going to attack. We know where your guys want to run on these certain formations. And then we're going to get pretty good pressure to where Mahomes isn't just going to be able to sit there all day and make magic happen and pick us apart that way. And the combination that I always thought these last couple of years, or so many times we've sat here, the Hill Kelsey combination just kills people. Yeah, that they at the end of the game they have video game type type numbers right. together. Right, they're not doing that right now. No, now, they, not. they had 13 catches on Sunday night, but they average I think less than 10 yards per reception. So, I mean, by playing zone, by yeah. as you said, knowing where they want to go, I mean that's that formula really works. So it, it is. That's where the Chiefs have to expand the offense a little bit. They have to come up with some more plays to attack some of these shells defenses, like we've talked about. The other thing I would say too is like you're getting quarters coverage and that means you're basically a lot of the times getting outside one-on-ones you know that's where I think they signed Josh Gordon because they want to go wait if you're going to use all your guys in the secondary and push them over to our three receiver side on the right and and always be there for our deep crossers and double crossers and double posts and all of that and you're going to push everybody that way now I'm, I'm hoping with Josh Gordon they're going to go, wait, we got a guy over here that can win yeah. just a one-on-one matchup. We're going to throw it outside, and we can do that. So you can't always like push your coverage to the formation side, if that makes sense. Yeah. But, yes, uh, you know that's where they don't have. And McCole Hardman, he's not that kind of guy to work on the outside and catch back shoulders and you know fade balls or anything of that nature. So – Uh, I think that's why they signed Josh Gordon, and hopefully they can kind of find that element within their offense. Week six, do you think they get well at the Washington football team? Um, I think it'll be a really close football game. I wouldn't be be surprised. Now, Washington's defense hasn't been very good, so I would think they're going to have their way a little bit more with Washington than they did with the Chargers or Buffalo. But, uh, again... I'm not panicked about Kansas City's offense. There's just no room for error. There's no room for error with the defense, with the way it's playing, and that's what they got to really fix. From the bottom of the AFC West, it's still strange to say that here, Chris. To the top, let's talk about the L.A. Chargers. What a game, 47-42. They beat Cleveland. One of the questions I think is still out there, how did the combination of Herbert to Williams continue to torch the Browns from start to finish? Right. It's going to go back to quarters coverage again. Quarters coverage is the new thing in the NFL because everybody's worried about stopping like deep crossers. Like everybody wants to run the play action pass and run the guy, somebody going across the field. What's quarters special about quarters that. that's supposed because to stop the, it? Because the two safeties are not worried about necessarily behind them. So when something comes into their area, they're going to be there basically eye level with a deep crosser. You can look it up that way. It cheats them a little bit to get down in the run game, you know, and be an extra guy in the box. Like, okay, yeah, wait. I don't have my first in quarters, the safety's rules, they're not, their first two steps don't have to go back. Because the, because the corners are supposed to have the that? The corners are going to have some of that. Yeah. And they're going to kind of read it on the fly according to combinations. So, you know, you can't do everything. But what burns them and the Browns, a little bit like the Chiefs, they're way more talented. But, they're young, 
in some areas. They got a lot of new pieces. They got a new defensive coordinator, and they mess up things on a weekly basis too. Uh, you know, their defense is highly ranked, I believe. I don't know where it is right now, but they feasted on the poor. I don't know if it's exactly like they're the number four defense in football. They're not the number four defense. Number in football one rush me. defense, too, I think. Yeah, uh, right. And, 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 and then again, you know, there's been some good, but, you know, they got to play the Houston Texans, the Chicago Bears, who came with the dumbest game plan in the history of football. Uh, and there's another game I'm missing to where I go. You know, they benefited from three games here in between the Chiefs in this last game to where it was less their talent could just overwhelm the other teams. Right. So I think the key here is Herbert yeah. to Williams. Herbert throws for 398. Yeah. Four touchdowns, no picks. Williams, eight catches, a buck 65. So th- let's begin there yeah. with Herbert's success. I don't think the first play here is to Williams. Uh, so it's first quarter, L.A. down 3 nothing, and he's going to find – who's he Who's he throwing this ball he's to? Oh, uh, uh, is it – Parham. Donald Parham. Parham. Okay. Donald Parham. 22-yard touchdown. Okay. There we go. This, is, this, is, this just goes into bad execution, not understanding the rules of your defense. All right? So it's cover three defense, right? It's cover three. All right? And as we like talk about with our three match, right, this is Seattle scheme. All right? And you could see here, here we go. I mean, he's supposed to go back that way. All right? He's going that way. He's, let me see if I got this right. Let me just make sure I got my guys right here. Okay. You could see number four, right? So, okay, I got it right. I was right. Here we go. You could see these two guys over here. You got, like, flat, curl flat guy over here. Okay. And the really the problem here is, and with this, with, with Seattle's scheme, okay, this is what I want to get to. I'm sorry. I'm bumbling over my words. They're going to run a deep crosser. Because in the Seattle scheme, this, is, this is, gives them issues. And they expect their linebackers to kind of read that and carry the crossers, which this linebacker here does do that. He's fine. There's no problem there. The problem is there's miscommunication with 33 Harrison here to where I, he doesn't know what he's doing. And so now you could see, right, you got a bunch of dropping zone linebackers, all right? You can see Walker's dropping. Taki Taki's dropping. Um, 51 is looking for the crosser and going to carry him. Okay, you see that, Paulie? Yeah. And Rodney Harrison, I mean, not Rodney Harrison, uh, Ronnie Harrison is doing the same thing, and he shouldn't be. He doesn't need to worry. First off, this guy's here for this guy, and 51's going to take the crosser. Somebody's got to be down here in the curl flat area, in the flat area. And you're just going to see it's, there's nobody there. There's nobody. So Justin Herbert throws a ball one yard past the line of scrimmage, and he gets, a, what was it, a 25-yard touchdown pass? I think it's tw- 22. 22? Yeah. Right. So it's, it's stuff like this that I've seen, you know, of course, in this game. Uh, saw it in the Kansas City game. Saw it a few times in other games, too, but it didn't matter because they were just better and, and overwhelming the team. But... I mean, come on, that's simple stuff. But it, it is a new scheme for them, and they got some younger players, and it's a learning process. Uh, but that's just, like, way too easy for an offense like right? this. Right. And the easy one for the quarterback to see, when everybody sprints and drops that much and you're rolling out to that side. No doubt. Uh, n- not tough to locate that one. No. But, again, the main issue for Cleveland was finding a way to stop Mike Williams. Yeah. Eight for 165. Seven or more catches in four of the five games he's played. So yeah. this is kind of like the – I mean, not to the severity, <laughs> but a little bit like the Aaron Rodgers to Devontae Adams, which we'll get to. Right. You know it's going to happen. Yeah. You know they're going there, right. but they couldn't stop it. No, they couldn't stop it. 
you know, he had another touchdown later on in the game, was a qu- another quarter's coverage where they messed it up on the back end. This one's different. And this one, I'm not going to be able to give you concrete answers. I'm not exactly sure what they're trying to do. This is quarters, but a different version of quarters. Third down and 10, too, which matters. Third 10, yep. it's, it's what we would call four carry, maybe four match underneath, right? Because basically what's going to happen is it's going to be – um, oh, that's not my drawing. That's the telecast. <laughs> it's going to be Troy Hill here on that guy. Uh, I'm not sure. I can't remember exactly who this has got the back. Um, this DB here is going to be looking. That's Harrison. He's going to be looking for, like, the first person inside to match up with. So it's basically like three man-to-man matchups here that they got, right? Now, the problem is, um, look at this. And this happens a lot in Cleveland. You can see DBs turn around talking. He's looking. He's talking. They're not on the same page. All right? And as we go through this, why does this thing do that? Um, As we go through this, I don't know exactly what Grant Delpit's looking at here on the front side. I don't know exactly. I don't know if they're trying to... I think he's bracketing the inside. Is he bracketing the inside? Looks like he's setting himself up to. I guess so. I mean, he looks like his eyes are right here right now, but I would think so too. But how are you going to bracket the inside with what I would say, first off, tight splits by the two receivers? I mean, he can't come down here and play inside leverage on Mike Williams, uh, number 38, uh, A.J. Green, Okay. I mean, if he's going to go play inside leverage on third and 10, I mean, Mike Williams is going to run out. He could just run a straight go, you know, a comeback, whatever. He's going to be at a disadvantage. So because of the uh, formation alignment, he's got to play a little bit on the outside shoulder here. All right. And I I don't know if they were trying to bracket Mike Williams or if they were trying to bracket this slot receiver. Now, the one thing I would say, if they were going to bracket the slot receiver – Yeah, then why didn't he get a little wider out here to get on the outside leverage of this guy? Because this guy should be on the inside, right? I mean, that's that's how a bracket works. Or the opposite, to where this guy is on the outside of this guy, and then he's on the inside. But I I, I don't really know. This is where I can't tell you a concrete answer here. Is this this a quarters coverage? It's a quarters coverage with just a matching principle underneath, as you see, like these three guys, right? Right here, it's man, it's man, and he's going to take the back as he's running a Koromoa. So it's three men, and now it's just quarters, 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 quarters. Didn't we just talk about, though, like the, the safeties in quarters, they don't have to worry about the post they, over the top? They don't always, but it's a little different with the match personnel mm-hmm. underneath because there's people to st- – like if he runs this right here, he's got a man underneath him. Right. So they don't need to worry about it. So in this type of quarters, and this is where football can be complicated – You know, he has a little more freedom to go back and be that guy. And I would say with this alignment, again, now if 22 is going to be looking at this guy, and now because of the alignment, A.J. Green's on the outside, how is he supposed to ever stop that? I don't, you know, Deion Sanders will stop it, sure. Darrell Rivas, maybe Jalen Ramsey. How excited is, is Williams right now? He sees the safety squatting. The corner is three yards outside him, and he's he's got that I, and, yeah, long poster on. I mean, it's I know. it's like stealing. It's right stealing, now. and that's where like at first I didn't, I don't know what he was. I don't know if he was looking there or if he's looking there. I'm not sure. Yeah. All I can tell you is Cleveland didn't run this defense again. All right. <laughs> so there was obviously something they didn't like, or they went, wait, this formation screws up our rules with Let's what we're trying do to do again. here. Yeah. And come on. 
I mean, Justin Herbert, what? Wide open. You know, and to me, I think there had to be something with the alignment, the call. Again, Grant Delpit, a young guy, right? I mean, listen, let's just break this down. First-year guy, rookie, um, first year in the system, basically a rookie because he didn't get to play last year because he tore his ACL, right? Mm -hmm. First year in the system right here, right? So you got all these guys at the back end. I just circled five guys that are they're still learning things. And I got to think something was messed up between these three and how they were supposed to defend this because this is just way too easy, like you said. And we never saw it again. But I think the, I, I think the Chargers had a feeling this coverage might have been coming. And they were ready. They were ready for it. Uh, Mike Williams, seventh overall back in 2017. He had one 1,000-yard season. Yeah. But I don't know if he... I think it's safe to say he had lived up to yeah. expectations based moments. on where he's picked. Right. He's had moments. Right. He's flashed. Looks like he's breaking out this year. Definitely. He's been on the verge of it. He's, he's had injuries that have kind of set him back here and there. Every time he's about to kind of like you're going, whoa. He's yeah. had three or four games where he's dominated. I believe last year he missed a few games. You know, the year before. He's one of those guys you turn on the film every week and you go, he could be one of the best receivers in football. Yeah. And he's, I think, proven that right now. Around any corner. Within every battle, and with the dawn of each new day, the threat of the unexpected, the unpredictable, and the unrelenting lies in wait. But Marines will always be there. They are the constant in the chaos. No matter the battlefield, Marines adapt to win, defeating every shifting threat, protecting our nation's future. The few, the proud, the Marines. Okay, so the, the Herbert to Williams working very well. Baker Mayfield to Odell Beckham Jr., not. No, it's not. It's not working. I'm ready to give up on it. Two catches I'm for 20 yards. Right. What's, are, are you looking more at Baker? Baker's not taking advantage? Is, is the system not using Odell enough? Is Odell not as, not as special as we thought he was? Uh, again, I, you know, Odell's the fastest, most explosive receiver in this game. Okay. So he looks fine to me. I said this two weeks ago when they played the Bears. I said, man, Odell could have had seven for 200-something yards. I don't understand. It was like Baker didn't look at him. He missed the throw here and there. I just I didn't understand it. Now, it was his first game back, so I was like, okay, uh, blah, 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 blah. But then in Minnesota, there was a few examples again last week in a 14-7 game where I went, man, I mean. And only two catches there, too. Only two catches there, too. And you said here he's got two for 20. Right, and I understand it. But there's something. And it's not the system. They put him in position. He's beating guys. He's open. It's like he's not on Baker's radar. That's where I, it's weird to and me. Like, just as, a, as a fan, like how is that possible? I don't know. I don't know. And it's like to a point where I want to go like, man, if I'm Cleveland, I might be trying to trade Odell Beckham Jr. right now. Yeah. Like, why not? You know, they got other good receivers. Baker seems more comfortable throwing to Donovan Peoples-Jones or Schwartz or, of course, Jarvis Landry when he's healthy. So I, I just – I'm shocked by it. I really am. So so you, you kind of answer. Yeah. I, I had the, 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 the three possible questions. Right. The system, the quarterback, or the receiver. It sounds like it's, it's the quarterback I, not, and, and not I identifying And I hate saying him. that, that it's like the quarterback, the quarterback, the quarterback. But, yeah, there's something there where he doesn't feel comfortable. I don't know if he doesn't like him. Maybe he didn't invite him to a barbecue. I really have no idea. I <laughs> yeah. wish I could give you the answer. But I can certainly show you some plays here where I'd go, if go. I was playing quarterback – um, I would have Odell Beckham Jr. on my radar here, okay? Okay, second quarter, early second. Cleveland's down 13-10. to 10. First play of this drive with the Browns start on the 20. Yep, first play of the drive, Browns on the 20. 
Here we go. I mean, again, this is going to be a play that everybody in football runs. All right? Little play-action fake. You see here, we got Odell and People Jones. They're in a stack alignment, right? We're going to get the fullback to come out here in the flat. All right? Here's Odell. Hopefully you're watching on YouTube. He's about four yards downfield in this picture. He's going to run a really deep corner. He's the first read. He's the first read. It's, it's like 40 yards downfield type of corner. You're trying to be aggressive here. And Donovan Peoples-Jones, who is outside of Odell at the snap, now comes inside, and he's going to run a shorter corner route at like 20 yards, okay? Somewhere in, that na- somewhere in that range. My point is Odell's the guy you're supposed to be looking at first. Mm. Baker doesn't even give it a chance. And as the play goes, I just, again, this is going to be a completion for a huge game. Okay. That's great. But the decision of who he threw it to was not the right decision. And you could see the pockets clean. And I don't know if he's right there looking at Odell or not. But right here when he's patting the ball, and if I had all 22 film I could show you here for this, which, which I do on my computer, but we don't have it here, is like Odell's open. But I don't know if he just doesn't want to throw it to him. He doesn't feel comfortable. Either way, okay, and he's going to throw. Let me just see if I can get it just where I want it. He's going to throw this throw right here. This is not even a smart decision. Now, he makes it a perfect throw, and Asante Samuel doesn't quite break on the ball. But I can promise you, okay, and you're going to have to take my word for it, when, a, when he was patting the ball, Baker Mayfield, this was clear outside leverage on him. You're yeah. going, why? Well, you're not going to throw that to him. And I promise you, behind this, Odell is screeching with just a safety over here, and it's, it's just throw it in the area code somewhere over here, and he's going to get he's the ball, it. and you got it. Now, again, it's, it's, it's an awesome throw, and you could see right there. It was there, a perfect throw. It yeah. was a perfect throw. Samuel kind of like stuttered. I think Samuel was like, wait, he's throwing this to me? I have outside leverage. He was a little bit like shocked, I feel like. He kind of made an awkward break on the ball, and – yeah, it all worked out. Mm. The point is it's not going to always work out yeah. like this. That's going to get picked at some point. And I just couldn't believe that the ball didn't go to Odell. But, of course, I've been seeing this, so oh, I'm yeah. looking for this now. Yeah. I mean, when I, try, I watch Cleveland almost every week. They're good. They're talented. I like what they do. So, but this is, this is this, a thing. It's, it's becoming a pattern. It's a thing. It's, it's a becoming thing. a pattern now, yes. too. And more. Uh, fourth quarter. Yeah. Early in the fourth quarter, Cleveland's down 28-27. Listen, I'll even say this. Like, I know Bake, I mean, Odell misses a, a, a fourth and two pass yeah. for a first down early in the game. Even there, like, the look is it's an all-out blitz. Get the ball and throw it to Odell, and he's going to run for a touchdown. But Baker looked to the left and then came back to Odell so late. So Odell was looking for the ball, looking for the ball. And as he was crossing, I think he, like, he kind of looked like, wait, why am I not getting Is there somebody around me? So he took his eyes to the coverage for a second. And then when he looked back, the ball was coming to him. But yeah. he, and, and, in quarterback offensive world, you would go, that ball should have been thrown to him like five steps before that. So I think he's kind of like he was a little thrown off by that. And I'm not trying to make an excuse. He still should have caught the freaking ball. It was an easy catch. All right, but here's another play of where I go. Where's Odell here? Odell, so I'm going to, yep, you're right. Let me explain this. Odell's right here in the slot. You got a quarter's coverage again, and he's being covered by a safety with outside leverage. 
I mean, at the snap, I would be like, oh my, oh my fucking God, oh my fucking God, oh my fucking God, Odell's going to be one-on-one with a safety. And it's Derwin James, and that's great, but you can see Odell's here, and, he's, and look at here. He's eight, got, yard, he's eight yards off him, and there's, there, there's nobody that's going to get underneath him either. No. There's no underneath coverage to affect no. him. No. So to me, it's one-on-one soft coverage. He's running like what, it's, it's verticals where if he has this type of look, he kind of goes to the post. Right? He's got an outside leverage look here. But my point is, and again, this is going to work out for a long touchdown. All right? I understand that. But I hope everybody's watching it. The pocket's perfect. He never even puts didn't, Odell on his didn't radar. Look, didn't even look. Never looks, right? Yeah. Looks to his left. I, I mean, again, I don't know. I was coached by John Gruden and Josh McDaniels, and if we had Brandon Marshall or Joey Galloway in this look, he would be like, strike. John Gruden would have been, strike up the band, okay? All right, and maybe John Gruden's not the perfect example to use for anything right now. But either way, I mean, as you could see as this play is unfolding, he's looking to the left. But look, I mean, here's Odell. You could see he's screeching. Nobody's even put a hand on him. And mm. um, he makes a break to the post. Listen, I mean... Odell in this position, I don't care if it's Derwin James or not. He's gone. Yeah. Derwin James can't run with him. I think, I th- I think the, the, the best point that you made is the pre-snap. The pre-snap read is, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Odell's like, we win. Yes. We've it, got it. It's not, oh, my gosh, let me look at the tight end over here for the five-yard game. Yeah. Or let me look at Njoku, who's a talented guy, but you know, been underwhelming in Cleveland world as far as a first-rounder, and he's, he's certainly coming on. I'm not trying to say that. But, the, again, I'm just trying to say the bright lights should be let's go to Odell. And, yeah. again, it works out, all right? Yeah. But for me, like here, this is like no-brainer. This ball should be thrown down here or way out here, and it's going to be a big play. I know, I know it ends up being a big play. I get that. I get it, and it's a touchdown. But, hey, it worked out this time. It's just it's not going to work out at times. And I'm going to show you a play here in a minute where I go again. If you're looking at Odell, you're probably going to win the game 48-47, and he does not. So I don't know if you want to pull that up or what. Let's, yeah, let's just go right to it. I mean, yeah. it, it, it continues with, with the same theme. Fourth quarter, late in the fourth. Cleveland's down 28-27. They have second down three. Second down three. Guess what we had here? Okay, so that I mean that oh, wait, works on that's second not, and three. That's not the play. We wanted. Damn! Did I mess this up? Did I give you the wrong play, Pete? I might, I might have. Pete says yes. That's ah, on you. I think I did. Damn it! Damn it! Damn it! What damn were you it, looking for? Well, there's a play. Oh man, this is gonna kill me. It was right in that. That was second and four. Hold on a second. This is gonna absolutely drive me crazy. Hold on. I gotta look at my own film now. Um. Nope. Hold on. Hold on. Where did I mess this up? You know what? You know what happened to me. You know what's going to happen to What'd me. What you do? What do you got? Oh my gosh! I think they messed up the scoreboard. That can and happen. And it wasn't changed yet. So this is second and four. Oh, it does. It wasn't changed yet. It's the next play, which should end up being. I guess it's third and one, right? Or was it a first down? It's the next play. Oh, man, this is going to hurt me. And, again, all right, I'm not going to get to show it. You can still get it? Can you? Okay. All right, we'll get back to it. We'll get back to it. But either way, the play I want to tell you about is very similar. It's the same play, 
We just saw Mike Williams score on the Chargers. Okay. It's the same play. The slot receiver runs the corner route, and he's running a post against quarters. He's the first read. He's gone. And he's open. It's a touchdown. Yeah, it's third and one, Pete. The, the fucking scoreboard in L.A. fucked me over like it fucked Mike McCarthy over at the end of the game. Welcome right? to my world. Fucking motherfucker. It happens a couple times. All right. <laughs> Damn it. It is. It's third and one. All right. And it's that play, and you know we'll see if we can pull it up at some point. But, again... It's a play, and if you know, and hopefully I can show it, and we can show it before the end of the pod, where you just go, they could have won the game right here. Odell's running down the field like, I, I can't believe he didn't He's... even look at me. He didn't even throw it to me. He didn't even look. He threw it right in the flat to Kareem, to Kareem Hunt for like a two-yard gain. Huh. And, again, like I said, it could have been game over type of play right there. Big game coming up for yeah. both of these teams that we're talking about. Uh, Chargers at Ravens. Do you think the Chargers will – have any issues keeping up with Lamar? Well, the one thing the Chargers got is they're not – I worry about their run defense, yeah. as you would, as like what we yeah. saw. They don't have enough big people. Linvel Joseph is the only big guy they really got in the middle, and he's in year 12, and he's just not as good as he used to be. Been an awesome defensive tackle for a long time, not trying to take a shot. But they don't have that guy. Now, they do have speed to contain Lamar and run and from his running. But I do worry about them getting blown off the ball in the run game. Um, but I would think that – you know, if that doesn't happen, and, you know, it could be interesting. I don't want to make a game pick here or anything like that yet. Later. Later uh, in the week. But Brandon Staley, I mean, his game plans, and if he feels like he can get a good feel for, wait, I can load the box and then play these route combinations at the same time, then I give them a fighting chance. But the big thing is just going to be, can their D-line hang in there against the Ravens' offensive line? The Chargers worry about Lamar coming off the game he had. Yeah. Uh, in, in prime time there on Monday night. Browns against the Cardinals. So, like, my mind goes right to, can the Cleveland defense, you know, replicate what San Francisco did against Kyler? He played winning football, but they certainly limited his effectiveness. I would think they can do some of that. Now, again, the good thing for Cleveland is they're going to go, wait, they're running the same scheme we are. Joe Woods, I just came from San Francisco. Yeah. We can take some of the stuff that they're doing, right? They're definitely as, as fast and as physically impressive as the 49ers defense to where – you know, they can match up in a lot of ways. I think they will be able to contain Kyler Murray from running around and doing that type of stuff. So that'll be interesting. The big thing is, like we talk about with Cleveland, just buttoning things up. And just, again, learning the system more, the young guys getting them up to speed, and, and everything of that nature to, to is what to look for in that, that game. All right, Packers, Bengals, and Cincinnati. What, once you get beyond just the incredible field goal scenario, the way that yeah, played out, right. to me, the top storyline is, once again, it's Aaron Rodgers to Devontae Adams, 11 catches, 206 yards, an even better example of one person, you know, one combination really beating you, yeah. even more so than Herbert to Williams. Right. It's almost like they it's – like, it's like Cincinnati took the approach of, like, we'll let Devontae Adams beat us. We're going to try to take away some other stuff. And that's where I respect Green Bay. They just go, fine. We'll it, just yeah. keep doing it and doing it and doing it and doing it. And Adams, of course, is really good. And, and, you know, I know I'm lower on Adams than most people. I understand that. He's still really good. You know, and if I ever see him, I hope he says, hey, fuck you. You should give me more respect. And I go, yeah, you're probably right. I should. We're, I like the person. What's I like the issue a lot again? Of he does. Like, you didn't I just have him in the top what? I, top 10 last year. Would you now? Uh, definitely in the top 10. Would top I say five? top five? I don't, I don't know. That's where yeah. I go back and forth with him. Yeah. I do. And, again, I'm into context because nobody, like, treats him like he's one of the five best receivers at times. Yeah. He doesn't get doubled necessarily very much. Guys just let him – 
do certain things where I go, that's stupid, first of all, because you know they're going to keep going. He's averaging eight catches per game. Yeah, you you have to do something different just from the way he's used in the offense. But he is a damn good player, and there's no weakness to his game. And he is a great route runner. He's got great hands. And do we want to go back to the Odell play? They just got in my ear. Pete's got it, yeah. Let's go back real quick. Let's go. Can we throw it up in the machine here? We got it? All right. I'm sorry. Blame. All right, and we're going to go back to Devontae Adams. He's okay. awesome, yep. okay? Yep. But here we go. Third and one. Damn fucking Chargers screen. <laughs> All right. Going to have to take my word a little bit here because we can't show it all. But here we go. We got him here. It's a quarter safety. All right? And, and Joku's going to run this, and Odell Beckham Jr. is going to run the post over the top. The safety squats on Njoku running the out route. The read of the play in any offense, high school, college, the NFL, you ran this play. I don't know what you called it if, you know, the guy ran the slot receiver or the tight end of the two-receiver side. He ran like a corner route. You know, we called it sale. Y flag. You called it Y flag. Fine. And, you know, in the West Coast offense, we called it, you know, Y sale. All right? Which meant the outside guy knew he had a post. The play is... One to Odell, two to Njoku, three to Kareem Hunt. I understand he wants to get the first down. It's third and inches. I understand. But you're letting them off the hook, in my opinion, here. And, again, I, you know, we're not going to have an angle to show it completely. But, but he was open over the top? I mean, really open. I can show you on the film right here yeah. to where if you want to look at it to confirm it for everybody to go, okay, I believe you, but sure. you believe me. I'll show you I that d- later. And I do it, believe you. Yeah. Show me later. Yeah, I'll show you later. I okay. just, but th- th- to me, there's something weird there. There's something weird there. Pete says he believes you. Yeah, he should. <laughs> <laughs> he has no reason not to. All right, back to Devontae Adams. Sorry, okay, so, Devontae Adams. Yeah, back to Devontae Adams, uh, 11 for 206. We've not gotten into the film yet. Let's show it. Of the examples, let's begin. Yeah. All right, a slant for 17 yards, first quarter. Packers down 7 nothing. Yeah, just, again, they got man coverage here. The thing about that the, they're amazing with is he's at the top of the screen here. It's three receivers, or no, it's tight end and Devontae Adams to the left, two receivers to the right, back offset to the left with Rodgers in the shotgun. Devontae Adams got man-to-man, yes. And, and the awesome thing about Devontae Adams, because he's not like a burner. He's not like, oh, man, this is Tyree Kill or DK Metcalf or Terry McLaurin or DJ Moore or – you know, I'm missing other guys where you go, man, if you bump in, uh, Jamar Chase on the other side, yeah. where you go, if I bump him, he's going to run by us. Where he's great and where he makes up for that, because he has good speed but not great speed, you know, Odell would be another guy. You'd go, wait, you really want to play it that way, right? He makes every route look the same, and he's an incredible route runner, and they abuse you with certain routes to where you have to play them. To me, like when they get in this formation, you know, they, they do go route, back shoulder, right, and slant route is like they do it a lot. But they all look the same, so it's hard to play it. And that's where he's really cool because he does a great job here at the top of the screen, okay, of just, again, you don't know exactly where he's going to go. He makes it all look the same all the time, and he kind of sells the outside break, and he hits that third step on his left leg, and boom, it's there. And Rodgers is a little late delivering the ball. You know, I, I don't know if he's worried about the underneath coverage clearing out a little bit, but either way, you know, he's beaten uh, Chidobe Awuze there. 
and that's where he's really good. And they take low-hanging fruit. They have no, like, that's where I love LeFleur and Rodgers. They're not like, oh, we got to have a really cool play. They just sometimes go, no, our guy's fucking better, mm-hmm. and Rodgers is going to put it on the money and eat it and deal with it. And that's where they're cool that way. So that was kind of an underneath. And yeah. as you mentioned, I think it's a great point to make that all the routes look the same yeah. in his stem. Right. Then you can go over the top a little bit. So this is Rodgers to Adams for 34 yards. Well, and this is like, this is this is goes to great game plan design here. As you see here, there's there's four, he's Rodgers in the shotgun. There's four, four, four eligibles off to his right. And then I believe he just has the tight end over here to his left, right? So he's got one guy to his left, four to his right, stressing the coverage. But my point with this is just they design all these awesome plays all the time, and they don't hide it. They go, we're going trying to get the ball to him, number yeah. one. He's the first read. Anytime they come out with a cool play, it's like Adam's the first read, and if you're just going to give it to us, we'll take it, or you're going to have to do something crazy to take him away, and then Rodgers might find somebody else. It's like our old adage we used to talk about. You've got to be great at something mm-hmm. to force the defense to change, yeah. and then it helps out other things. And that's where you know they're really cool this way. And you can see it's, it's – mm. yeah. So let me see if I can get this, get this the right way here. It's, it's, as, it's post down the middle. It's deep corner by this guy. It's chip by Dylan into the flat. It's tight end, shallow cross. And then it's going to be Devontae Adams running an in cut. Deep in route. Cool, yeah, really cool play. I mean, really cool, cool formation. Definitely something they put in for this game. Probably they saw on film. And you could see he's wide open. He's wide open. Wide I, open. I, I wish, uh, go ahead and play it again. Yeah. I wish teams did this more often, Chris, because when you're facing a zone and the yeah. safeties are bailing, okay, that, that part of the field, if your quarterback has a pretty good arm to throw a fastball in there on that 20-yard in route, you're basically leveraging the linebackers at that point. And Definitely. what linebacker is good enough in zone coverage to take that away? No. Most of them aren't. Yeah. I mean, this linebacker, I'm going to guess, is going to jump the back in the flat exactly the way you want to when you draw it up. Exactly right. And, and they really they take the underneath coverage away altogether. Because, yeah, he's going, wait, I don't want to just let like Dylan just sit over there and I'm way back here and they just throw a check down. He's not worried about that. I think he's thinking, hey, 24, Von Bell's got the middle of the field. But Mm. because of the design of the play, he's worried about Randall Cobb running the post across. So he's got to carry him a little bit. And that's where it just, as you can see in this picture, it's wide, wide open. I mean, it doesn't get any easier than that. It won't ever be any more open than that. No, it won't. Now, this this is where I've struggled with Devontae Adams and sometimes where you don't hear me say he's the top receiver in football. Because he doesn't make something more happen here? I mean, again, I, I can go through a handful of guys right here where I'd go, You're it's gone. a touchdown. Yeah. It's a touchdown. And I'm not trying – you can't have it all. You can't have it all, all. I understand that. But that's where I go, no, most of the – at least my top five is going to score, I think. Yeah. That's all I'm trying to say. You mentioned a moment ago while you are talking about this, they have really good designs on yeah. plays. I love it when they get air outside the pocket. Another oh. thing I wish they would do more yes. often. I think right. we're going to see it here. Uh, bootleg for 24 yards, mid-second quarter. They play plays off of each other really good. Like, hey, we got this run, we got this run, and now we got three passes off this run that you don't know which one's coming. Yeah. And then, like we talked about with, with Adams, he runs this route, he runs this route, and then we got three other routes that look like this, but, damn, you don't know which one's coming. It's, like, simple but complicated and awesome. I mean, this is just basic bootleg Okay, boom, he's there. We got guy running a deep out over there. And 
Devontae Adams is going to run the deep cross. But they're going to take advantage of a zone defense where, hey, the Packers are a pretty good run team, and they're going to hope to try to get these linebackers sucked up and then go, oh, no, it's a pass, and turn around, and it's going to be too late because he's going to be by everybody. So you can see the run fake to the left gets a little movement from the linebackers. They don't do that horrible of a job. They get back and get depth, right? He actually goes underneath them and because they're looking for something deeper downfield. Mm. And by the time Rodgers is throwing, they realize nothing's deeper downfield. And he catches the ball, and he's matched up on, on Wilson, the linebacker, and it's just it's, it it's easy living. It was like a handoff. It was a handoff. <laughs> Crazy how easy he made that look because oh. it really wasn't that easy. No, well, Rodgers, right. yeah, it's, it's insane. You're right. Let's admire the throw one more time. Right? Just, just one more time. Oh, Aaron Rodgers. So from the 40, he's it's going to be. the greatest I've ever seen. 25 yards, yeah. I mean. Yeah. Like he just walked it down to him and said, now like, you here, go run with here, it for, go ahead. for a few yards. No problem. Okay, so with this combination, we've seen the quick slant. We've yep. seen the deep end. We right. saw that from the opposite side of the field, the kind of shallow cross. Yep. How about a post? Yeah. You now got a post got, for me? Yeah, I got a post for you. All right. And guess what coverage it is? Quarters? Yeah. Man, that's a theme. I know, right? It's all over football right now. It's all over football because people are worried about stopping this and this, or they're worried about, you know, um, play action, quick posts over the middle, you know, where this guy might run a quick post, they call it a pop post, a pop pass, and this guy just runs a curl. So they're all worried about that, let alone the run game and all that. So they want to cheat guys. You're trying to take away a little bit of everything. I got my hand raised. Hit, yeah. hit, raise. hit pause for a second. Yeah. This looks just like what we used to call 20 Sky. And every time we saw someone playing 20 Sky, we were excited because it didn't really take away anything. So, like, this is 30 years later. What do you think it's good at? Ta- it, it takes away what? I, I think I, I asked you already, but I, I now want to hear it again. Well, I, I think the, what they're trying to take away more than anything is kind of what I'm talking about. It's just like, again, it's, it's these, quick po- these quick posts. And New England made them really popular. Kyle Shanahan made them popular. Where this guy does like a deep curl, this guy, and it takes away, let alone if they run the ball, the safeties are thinking a little bit more like downhill to take away that aspect. Or another popular play in the NFL is this guy runs a deep cross, and then this guy runs a cross and goes right underneath them. It's almost like a pick play. Well, now the safeties, they, oh, wait, you know, here's a safety, here's a safety, and they pass it off, right? So it's like, oh, wait, I got him, and oh, wait, I got this guy right here. So they get a little bit of the best of both worlds. But offenses are getting used to it now, and they're going, wait, okay, well, fine, you want to take away that, then we're going to screw you. And here's, we're not, again, you're going to have to take my word about, word for this to grab. I want you to watch Devontae Adams at the at the bottom or at the bottom of the screen here. See how he kind of like did a little stutter yeah, right there? Yeah. Right? He played into their fear of what they think's coming. They're worried about him running that way or maybe just curling up and doing that. So when he did that, Jesse Bates, and again, you're, Jesse Bates, I think, is one of the best safeties in football. He's just out of the screen right here. When he gave the little stutter, Jesse Bates kind of stuttered too. Like, oh no, he's about to curl up or he's going to run the cross right at me. Let me stop it. And he stuttered and then turned on the afterburners and just goes straight. And so he was thinking, wait, stutter, he might just do this, stutter, he might go across. And he was worried about, and he was worried about stopping that. Well, Rodgers and LaFleur, they do watch film. And there you go. Now here we are 40 yards downfield. And you see the corner who was outside leverage because of the tight split. It's tough on him. And Jesse Bates, who stuttered a little bit with the Devontae Adams stutter, 
Now it's, you know, big trouble, big pass, perfect, perfect throw. And that's where Adams does make up for his lack of speed. His craftiness, Crafty, his understanding yeah. of how to set people up. He's a master at and setting that, and people that up. dead leg 40 yards behind him, that, then that helps set exactly, him up. Exactly, exactly. Got him that extra yard. No so when, you, when you're throwing so often to Devontae Adams, every now and then Randall Cobb will be open as well. Right. So now they finally go, okay, we've had enough. It's 200 yards and whatever, how many receptions? Yep. 11, 12, what the hell was it? Uh, 11. Uh, 11, yeah. right. So, you know, all, all, every pass goes that way. And now they finally go, we're going to double Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams on the bottom. We've got three receivers to the right. And the play is for Adams. Of and course. this goes into why Jesse Bates also stuttered on that last play. Because Adams is going to run 16 yards and curl up. Okay. Just like what we just talked about. Because they go, wait, they, they do this all the time. But they play games with certain routes. Like, yeah, you don't know if it's going to be a curl, a cross, a post, whatever. We're going to keep you on our edge. And then it's going to be, let me see if I get this right. It's going to be this receiver out here. I can't remember who that is. I think that's the kid from Clemson. Um, uh, and then it's going to be an inside release by Randall Cobb, who's also, yeah, Amari Rogers. And then you're going to have the inside in cut by um, Randall Cobb. And he's looking, Rodgers is looking at Adams running this curl route the whole time. But there's going to be Chidobie Wuze, and I believe it's Jesse Bates right here. As he comes up, it is going to be total double team, and you're going to see in a second as we get to the end of the play here to where you'll, you'll see what I'm talking about. Now, first off, I mean, Rodgers buying time and making this throw mm. off the back of his foot is insanity in the membranity. But, okay, you see it here a little bit? And this is a huge situation, too. I should have pointed this out, Chris. Uh, 15 yards to set up the game-winning field goal. So this is late in overtime. And I think it's is third, it, and yeah, 16, third and 16. 228 yeah. left in overtime, right? Yeah. This is after five missed field wow. goals, and yeah. it's all over the place. But hopefully you're watching on YouTube. As you can see, look what happened. Here's Jesse Bates. Here's Awuze. They were all over Devontae Adams in the mirror. They doubled him. All right? They doubled him. And here comes Randall Cobb who has single coverage over here, and Rodgers off his back foot to make this throw more than 25 yards down the field. You know, that's insane in itself, all right? And boom, you could see he makes the throw. You could see Jesse Bates is trying to get off of Devontae Adams, and he hits him just as he catches it, but he gets the first down, and that was game. And that was it. Yep. Mason Crosby got another chance. I think I messed up the routes on the front. It wasn't double in-cut. It was one guy went on the go, and then mm. Randall Cobb ran the in-cut. I'm sorry about that. You self-scouted thyself self-scouted in, the, thyself in the moment. In the moment. It's Both. not easy to do. All right. Uh, ready to go out to the NFC West? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Talked a little bit about the fact that you know, Kyler Murray played well, yeah. but wasn't like awesome. I right. think it's a great compliment to him as a quarterback in the team that they were able to, to win that kind of slugfest against San Francisco. Definitely. Yeah. They're, I mean, they're a good football team. And they got the speed and athletes on defense. Vance Joseph understands, I think, the Shanahan run defense, I'll run offense to a degree. You know, they, you know, Shanahan's always special, don't get me wrong, but they don't just get absolutely gashed by it. I know they got gashed at the end of last year when the season was coming to an end, but to me it always looks like they make the proper adjustments, you know, for the most part, kicking linebackers over after a motion, a shift. Uh, and then, 
hey, this is, there's a toughness to them in these kind of close games this year where they're just like, okay, it's 17-10, whatever. We're, we're going we're gonna to gut it out. The 49ers defense is really awesome. Mm. So they got the scheme and personnel to kind of slow down, and they understand how Arizona and Cliff Kingsbury want to you know, attack, and they did a great job all game long. They really did. They gave them a chance to win. The offense did some good things too. Uh, but just wasn't enough to to win the football game. I want to think about and focus on the other quarterback in that game. Yeah. First start, Trey right. Lance. Yeah. Your thoughts? Well, it's it's like it, it really hasn't changed from like what we talked about in training camp or anything. There's some wow, and there's just some whoa. There's some wow and some whoa. Biggest like, examples of whoa. Whoa, or just at points of like, what are you looking at? This is a staple of your offense, and you got a guy coming on a slant. The play, I watch the 49ers run this play all the time. You got him in the fourth quarter a bunch of times for big gains, and I, he's just looking down the middle of the field. I want to go, what? what, what what's going on there? You know, why are we leaving the pocket right now? The pocket's perfect. You know, why are we you know, throwing the ball so hard with the guy right there? Yeah. And then, of course, he loses control of football too. So there's some wow because you see great physical talent, but you, I say, whoa, because I see a guy that doesn't necessarily know how to play quarterback yet. And that, that's, that's where, you know, Shanahan and company are, got their work cut out for them. When Jimmy G is healthy, do you think it's an easy choice to go back to him? I do right now because I think he maximizes their team and their offense. Mm. I think they're running the ball good, but it's not like it was two years ago, the Super Bowl year, where they were just killing people week after week. You know, they're missing their... They're missing Raheem Mostert. That hurts them because 20-yard gains for everybody else are 80-yard touchdowns for Raheem Mostert. That hurts them. They need the pass game a little bit right now to alleviate some of the pressure from defenses overplaying their run game. And that's where Trey Lance doesn't necessarily help them right now at this moment. Now, again, if he gets some more playing and everything like that, I understand it can all go in the right direction and he'll be a – an SOB to deal with as far as quarterback in that offense. Left knee sprain right now for, for Trey Lance. They have a bye week before they go to Indy. It seems like he's going to be uh, all signs point to not being too serious. And then yeah, he ought hopefully to be able, not. Ought to be able to, okay, uh, to be okay. We shall see. Let's focus on, on some of his some of the plays that he struggled with. Yeah, right. I think we've got a handful right. of them here. Let's begin uh, first quarter. Early in the first quarter, uh, I believe this is going to end up with an interception. An interception, misthrow all the way here, play action pass. You know, it's, this is going to tie in perfectly to like what I was just trying to tell you why teams are playing quarters, right? Because what they're going to do is play action pass, and he's going to run the deep curl, right? So this goes in right into what we were just talking about with Green Bay and why are we seeing quarters. Now, this isn't quarters necessarily, but it just – I'm trying to, uh, ex, uh, ex, what do I want to say? Make my point, either go. way. So, here we go. Play action pass, weak side. You can see that they're running a little bit of a like um, curl wheel route with Debo Samuel up the sideline, right? So, if he gets the right coverage, he's going to look to Debo. Like, I think they were maybe hoping to get man-to-man to where they can get him up on the side there. But it's a zone. It's, it's a Tampa 2 zone here. And... You can see there's corner over here. So, I mean, you're not going to throw this. And, look, he's not even looking because he's like, wait, wait, they don't throw to me on cover, too. This isn't going to happen. Now, you know, good, good fake by Trey Lance. Okay. First thing I want to say is just protection's perfect. Yeah. Stay there. Stay there. That's the first mistake he makes. But as we're going to see, he runs up in the pocket and doesn't need to. He could have just shuffled up the pocket, right? Totally. Shuffled up, stay in a throwing position, and boom, you're going to hit it. But he throws it so hard, first off. I mean, it's so hard. And, like, I know, listen, I love people who throw the ball hard. There's just 
There's an appropriate time. And let me just tell you, it's so hard, and there's more examples of this, where I know it's so hard because there's receivers who can't even get, up their, get their hands up in time. Right. Like, they can't even react to it. And he barely reacts to this in time as well. But the point is, of course, it's, it's you know, a few feet over his head. And it's Travis Benjamin, and he can't reach up and get it. It's an errant throw. And it's an easy interception for Buda Baker. And had he just stepped up and, and kept his balance and his feet where they are, you can deliver that ball. For any quarterback, if you're moving forward and trying to throw it over the middle, 90% of the time it's going gonna, it's gonna to take hard. off high you on lose, you. It's going to go high. Right. You're Only lose the it. great quarterbacks can run up like that. Right? I, hey, Rodgers, Josh Allen. You know, they have the feel of a young guy, whatever. It's difficult. But it's difficult. Yeah, and this is what Paul's explaining. It should be like just – Hitch up in the pocket. Boom, boom, boom. And I'm going to make the throw. throw, Exactly right. And you're in perfect balance. And I'm going to make it a lot easier. So, yeah, that was an issue. No doubt about it. Okay. We have more examples here about, there we go. Incomplete to to Debo Samuel. Second quarter, early in the second, and the Niners trailing seven to nothing. First and goal. You know, again, you know, it's, it's, it's just the Aaron throws. That's all we're trying to say here. You know, but they got this play in a perfect spot. I mean, it's Debo Samuel. Accurate ball is touchdown. Accurate ball is definitely, I would think, a touchdown. I think he's going to squeeze up in here and get it. I mean, Debo Samuel is as good with the ball in his hand as anybody in the sport. Mm. But, you know, ball's hard. If you saw the TV copy where they show a slow-motion replay, of course it's wobbling at a very big extent. And I think we do have that clip here. Um, So you see, yeah, it ends up being an incomplete pass. It wasn't a lateral. Uh, But, you know, here, you you could see here, you know, Mm. Again, it's not the worst. I don't want to pile on. I, it, 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 we probably are piling on, piling on a little bit. But, I don't mean that. But th- this is just to those people out there who just think like, oh, Trey Lance should be the starter and it mm-hmm. should just start right now. No, I don't know if he can execute the offense quite to that capacity yet. And, yeah, that was an opportunity to maybe score a touchdown because you know what happened. Fourth and one, they oh, didn't score. And yeah. he got hurt. And I yeah. believe that's where he hurt his knee. If mm-hmm. you watch that play back, when he's on the ground, he gets up and he grabs his knee and then gets up and he kind of walks away funny, and I'm pretty sure that's the play he did hurt his knee. Mm, I hadn't seen that, uh, that close to the, that close to the uh, action there. That was yeah. an ugly ball. It, it, I know you don't want to pile on, but, I mean, that's, that's one of the easier opportunities he'll have. Yeah, it is. It is, and this is something that he's just got to refine about his throwing motion yep. and smooth and appropriate pace and arc and everything we talk about. All right, second quarter, San Francisco down 10 nothing. Looking for Mohamed Sanu here. Yeah, you know, um, let me see here. You know, again, just, just little opportunities here where they get a blitz, it's what they would call like it's an inside slant. It's probably the play is probably Y stick looky where the slot receiver has the option to go three different ways. On this way, it's easy. You just go inside and go to the slant, right? So you see here, I mean, Lance's eyes are in the right spot. He's looking at him. There's no doubt about that. But ball way off target. Again, too hard, too. Ball is way too hard. I mean, Brandon Ayuk is a phenomenal athlete. He, can't, he can barely get his hands up in time to get a touch on the ball. Yeah. He touches the back point as it goes by. And, of course, that's an incompletion. And the point is it's 10-7, it's third and four, and that would have been a first down. And, of course, it's not just an incompletion. It's, it's a throw that, you know, again, I, if I went over to my high school – I'd go, that needs to be completed. Yeah. You just, you can't miss that. Not in the NFL. Life's too hard to think you're going to be able to, 
you know, get away with winning a football game when you miss throws like that. Lucky that one wasn't picked yeah, off. Right. Okay, another third down. This is the fourth quarter, halfway through the fourth. Uh, Niners down 10-7. This is a much more manageable third, third down and four. Yep, here we go. Kristen, whenever you're ready. That's you right there. Is it? That is me. Look at me. Damn. <laughs> Oh, we don't have another one. We're good. Okay, we do. We decided not to do that one. You're right. So, again, it's just a little all over the place. Right. My biggest concern was just the way he played in general. Way too many hits. I'm not surprised he was hurt. It was just a little too reckless to where yeah. when you watch the game back, you just go, man, if he had to play you know, a 17-game season, there's just no way he's going to last. And that's the thing you got to be worried about. And I'm sure Shanahan knows that too. And that's probably why he's a little reluctant to start him or make him the guy right now. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Okay, so there's a rookie, as rookies do. Yep. You're struggling a little bit there with those moments. Uh, let's go to the Steelers' run game. Pittsburgh beat Denver 27-19 to find a rookie having his best game yet, Najee Harris. Yeah, definitely. Let's, uh, let's look at it. They did their best job running the football, you know, which caused, caused them – you know, of course, to get some one-on-one matchups. That's what Ben likes. You can't cover Pittsburgh man-to-man. Mm. Claypool and Deontay Johnson will beat anybody in football. They can fly, and Big Ben can still push the ball down the field. But this was, this was the play of the day uh, as far as Pittsburgh. And what I mean by that is just the, the, the run they are choosing to, to call and beat the Denver Broncos with, all right? And really what they want to do is – you know, they want doubles. That's what they're trying to do. Now, it's, it's going to look different in all these plays, but you got to trust me that's all the same play. It's just the defense plays a different way, so they can't block it exactly the same every time. You know, in the perfect world, they'd love this guy to be here so they could double him and double him, and then someone goes to him. But because of his alignment, they can't mess with that because if he doubles him, he might just shoot the gap, and then you go, oh, sh- crap, he's screwed, so he's head up. You know, so that gets taken away in this alignment. They're trying to do the same thing over here. It's double, it's double, and let's get to number 40 on the second level, and, of course, he's going to kick out. It was this play that gashed Denver all game long. And as you see here, I mean, he's Le'Veon hmm. Bell 2.0. That's the first thing that he is. That's his Le'Veon Bell 2.0, incredible vision, incredible ability to read the play and cut on a whim and make the appropriate cut. And as you see, they don't even block it quite right here. I mean, they, they miss the block. And, and really, from the way this looks right here, I mean, you could argue, hey, maybe you should just go straight, okay? But he might see this guy kind of coming off the edge there, and he's a little worried about that. But either way, Harris gets out, and they got enough of these two guys to where it just gave him enough of an advantage to where it's okay, sorry, 40, I'll see you later, but I'm Najee Harris, and uh, I came from Alabama, and you're not going to tackle me. <laughs> but that was the, the run of the day that we saw here. Okay, that was 20 yards early yeah. second quarter, in the first right. minute second quarter. Let's go in the last minute of the second quarter here, Chris. He gets 13. Uh, and again, I want to – it's a different look. It's the same play. It is the exact same play. They want to go there to there to one of them comes up. They want to go there and there. 
to one of them comes up, this tackle goes man-to-man, and this tight end is going to go here, this receiver here, and why you see this other circle with the arrow here, because 15 is going to insert, because he's worried about Kareem Jackson. If he comes down in here, he has to block him, okay? So that's just the rule of the play, but it's the same play we just talked about, except they have a little bit of a different personnel set, a different formation, and of course the Broncos are playing it a different way. But as you could tell, like, right, I drew it up the right way. You see, they got the, the two doubles, the two doubles. One of them's going to go up. One of them's going to go up. We can see boom and boom. And 15's going to be looking for Kareem Jackson right around here, right? And it's just basically get off the ball. We're going to get bodies on bodies. And this guy right here has got great ability to cut any way he wants. And he's got great vision. And with that, like, you almost can't be wrong. Or, or, or like, you can't be right if you're the defense. That's what I want to say. And as you can see, they got a body and a body for everybody, for the most part. He makes the right read, the right cut, and he's off to the races and does a great job of making something happen. And like I said, he's Le'Veon Bell 2.0. He really is. The way he runs routes, the way he can read the line of scrimmage, it's all really awesome. 23 carries, 122 Good yards. To see. Way to go, Pittsburgh. Way to go. And they can survive if they can play this way. They can survive. They can be something. They got a Super Bowl defense. Yep. They got two stars at receiver. And if Big Ben, you know, he had his one play again where he was unrealistic and got hit and fumbled, where you just want to go, come on, man. It's not 2012. But a good but a good start and something to build on, I think, that can maybe give them some confidence. Something he really needed. Yeah. All right. So we did it. We, we did do it. We did do it. I need an IV. <laughs> I need. These are the exhausting podcasts. Uh, I really appreciate you, though, man. Asking of the right course. questions, yeah, driving the ship. Stuff, I really man. do. It's Hopefully, a, we taught some people some things today. 300. You know, 300. Man, oh, man. Yes. Uh, what are they like? Uh, I, I'm blanking on that movie because I really like it. But what was the, you know, they used Bernie to, Mac? Yeah. Or, was uh, hoo-ha. Hoo-ha. Or, you know, they used to do that like uh, they had a saying and then the movie that's how was, they answered it. The movie was something 300. Yeah, it was 300. Man. No, it was just 300. It was just 300. It was. Okay. Uh, this is... Three thousand was was the late great Bernie Mac. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say like Bernie Mac's not in this close. one. It was close. I don't think he was in Sparta, Bernie okay. Mac. Okay, <laughs> we'll put him on the next graphic. We're three on one. We're gonna put Bernie Mac in there. I was close though. You're right. I said three thousand early in the show. Yeah. And now we're finishing with with three thousand. Yeah. yeah. Got it in twice. Good. Good. We got it in twice. Same as the number of f bombs for uh, me. Yeah. Yeah. You got it in twice. Want yeah. one more for the road? Or are you good? I'm all right. All right. Good. Fuck you. <laughs> that's a good one to end on. All right, everybody. That's a podcast. That's Chris Sims Unbuttoned, presented by Under Armour. Tomorrow, Thursday, PFT PM, Chris Sims oh, Unbuttoned collaboration. It's the Picks Podcast. Yep, I got to get them right. I'm not picking my betting ones right. Like I had some good under the cover How were you picks last week? last week. I went one for two in my best bets. Right. But you know, I picked like the Bears to beat the Raiders. Um, what was my other upset? You did know, you? I, I did. I thought Pittsburgh would beat Denver. I knew that. I said Cincinnati would keep it close in that football game. Uh, I just, man, I just got to pick the right ones. That's what I, I knew. I thought the Colts would stay close to Baltimore. That was one of the things I tried to stress. But, yeah, I didn't pick the right ones. So uh, check us out. Thursday podcast. PFTPM, Chris Sims on Button collaboration. Hope everybody's good. Keep sending the questions. Hope you enjoy the podcast, everybody. Paulie, you the man. Well done, Mr. 300. Peace out. Peace out, everybody. We'll see you. Not 3,000. I thought it was.
The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.